This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast, a solemn edition, Jack. We're We're in studio together, so I can look Listen, at you. I'm not not going to be excited to do a high ups podcast. I, I understand the circumstances. <laughs> Jack can't help it, but I'm still getting excited. Yeah, look. I mean, I, listen. I I just think that it's going to pretty you know long lengths to to slow down break up of a season. <laughs> you can't help yourself, can you? You just don't. You know. All right. Well, let's let's start with the news of the the. Century, maybe I was going to say the news of the day, the news of the week, the news of the century. Yeah. Uh, look. Um. So, uh, today we're recording it on uh Thursday. Today it seemed like you know the NBA canceled their season last night. Throughout the day, it's just been one cancellation, postponement after another, and sadly, baseball joined suit. Like, all right. Yeah. You, so you, no you, spring training. The season delayed. It's, well, thank God the Phillies played today. Two weeks. Yeah. And look. It's 100% the right move. It is absolutely the right move. It sucks. It's a bummer, but it's the right move. I mean, they, they had to, I think I can't believe they played today. I thought that was pure absurdity. Yeah. Well, listen, I just, you know, you, you take the NBA, take hockey. Yeah, I don't care about any of that. I'm just, I'm just sad about they're, baseball. They're taking baseball from me. I know, man. I Why does it take baseball? Like, like, the Marlins play in front of no one every night. Oh, man. Is it jokes time? Feels like it's not jokes time. I don't know. Like it's not, you can't help yourself. I'm just saying, like, come back in two weeks after. I'm cool pushing back opening day. Like, that's a smart thing to do. And well, I don't think they have a choice. If they're going to stop right. spring training, guys won't be ready to play. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, the thing that I'm I'm, I'm wondering about is are they going to shorten the season or are they going to play all 162? This is what I was thinking. I think they have to shorten the season, right? Right. Because if you think about it, then it would be going into, like, Legit winner. Yes. Like November. It's not like basketball who could be just be playing in an arena in July or whatever. It's not a big deal. I mean, think about this. If it goes into November, Derek Jeter might come out of retirement and <laughs> go back to being Mr. November just yeah. so maybe he could be a first ballot well, unanimous Hall of Famer. Well, maybe the Marlins will be pl- – uh, no, never mind. No. No, never mind. No, not this year. No. Not yeah. this year. But they do have some dudes. They got some dudes. I love the name Jazz Ch- Chisholm, whatever his name is. Good name. <sighs> when they got the uh, – what's the guy's name? Uh uh, Victor, Victor, whatever. Yeah, Victor, Victor Mesa. Yeah, it's a good name. And his too. brothers. It's a great name. Victor. And uh, have you heard the Wander Franco thing? Well, no. I mean, so Wander Franco's brothers are Wander Franco, and his dad's name is Wander Franco. Get out of here. Yeah, they're all Wander Franco. Well, isn't that the Odors are all like super weird names too? It's yeah. like Ruchned, and then the rest are like a bunch of really strange first names as well. I don't know. I don't know either. So, well, so, so that's where we're at right now, Jack. Very I don't fun know. times. We'll get it. We have to wait. Like, we're two, today was supposed to be two weeks from opening day. I, we were all I was ready to talk about was you and Nick Pavetta being best friends. Jack. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Obviously. We'll get to it. Um, all right. So, like, we'll we'll be serious for a minute, and then we'll try and have some fun. I do think that. Look, I, I this is a look. There are so many bigger things happening right now than sports. Sports are not an essential part of of. Life, you know, granted, Jack and I both make our living in sports, so for us, in a way, it is essential. But um, we understand there there are a lot bigger things, a lot more important things. But I also do think that, and I'm sure the people who love IOPS, the people who listen to this, know that that culturally speaking, I mean, baseball, particularly for us and sports in general, are something that 
we as a people bond over, that we use as an escape. You know, a lot of people go to work every day and, and this and that, and, and going home and watching baseball or being able to talk about baseball or obsess over it is is something that helps them get through it. You know, it is an escape for a lot of people, and it's just going to be weird to have that gone, man. Like, Spring training, not there. The start of the season won't be there. Obviously, no other sports happening. It's just going to be weird. I mean, I don't know how, if you're old enough to really remember 9-11. 9-11, the only thing even close to this in my lifetime in terms of just sports stopping on a dime and you know seasons being interrupted, but that was different in so many ways and obviously a completely different tragedy. But you know, you knew at some point that sports were going to start back up. Right now, we just don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. It's such a fluid situation where it seems like, you know, like we were just talking about today was just a day where it was like one thing after another. It's like, all right, this tournament's canceled. This tournament's canceled. NBA, NHL, baseball. The March Madness is just not happening. I mean, there, it's just, it's a really, it's an unprecedented moment in our lifetime. Yeah, and the most unfair thing of this all is that, like, we... They just teased Spencer Howard the other day. And <laughs> is that the most unfair thing? Yeah. I mean, Spencer <laughs> Howard is out there throwing 97, and it's like just jumping out of his hand. And, and I'm getting excited thinking about I actually – I'm just going to say it. We're a, we're a year away from Spencer Howard being the ace of the staff. And, <laughs> Good. And, I like that. And I mean, like, maybe two years away. Okay, two just years. Just because, you know, you know, you need to build up that arm. I mean, we're talking – Still hasn't pitched 100 innings anywhere mm-hmm. at any point. Well, actually, the season being pushed back should theoretically help them. Spencer yeah. Howard. Well, look. I mean, it, looking from a Phillies perspective, the season being pushed back is 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 more helpful to Phillies than other teams. I mean, oh, McCutcheon. McCutcheon. I mean, and we'll get into Sir Anthony. Uh, <laughs> Truly shocked. Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> Tru- I mean, jeez. Just shocked. I mean, if you've listened to this show, I at think all, the first, the second we said, the second we said he's gonna not. Elect to get That's the surgery. That's what we said. We're like, okay, so Tommy John's coming at some point. Cool. Yeah. Good. Great. Never works. Really smart. Literally never works. One guy, like Tanaka. That was yeah. it. And Tanaka's not someone who throws 98 to 100. Right. Like, it's just a different yeah. thing. It was it was such a poor decision. And I understand if you're Sir Anthony Dominguez and you don't want to get the surgery because Dr. James Andrews, Mr. Genius Guy, tells you, oh, yeah, you that could, guy now? You could, not, clearly nothing. I mean, <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, you should have just said get the surgery, James. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Dr. Andrews. Yeah. Just, I mean, you're, you're, you tell everyone else to get the surgery, but no. Yeah, I mean, and the other great thing about the injury is that they brought in so many good bullpen pieces this offseason that, <laughs> oh, man. like, it's it's clearly not going to derail the whole thing. Well, I mean, th- that I, that's the biggest worry. I mean, if we're I mean, it's like about the team. I mean, th- th- it's bad. Listen, we've said a lot of things about Matt Klintzak, but how in your right mind do you just not – first of all, they, they're banking on Sir Anthony. Like they were banking on. Well, that's the biggest thing. They had no contingency plan. They they had no backup plan. How? On something where you know this, everyone who follows the sport knows this is going to happen. Like, what are we doing here? Just amazing. All right, so we'll get into your trip and and we'll talk some Phillies and all that. But you know, back to this this. What is your general feeling on just the MLB's decision to postpone to push the season back and and kind of how it affects? Well, I'm you know, glad the and what you expect to happen, like talking about a shortened season. Well, it, it, you know, I actually think it, 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 unfortunate the circumstances. Like you don't want this to happen at all. Obviously, I mean, it's awful. It's awful. This is not it, again. Sports take a back seat. They do. They matter to us, to people. They're an escape. But I mean, it is not the most important thing happening right now. We no, all know that. no, it's not. But if I'm just looking at it from a from like a Phillies perspective and a general baseball perspective, 
there's like 40 less games. Like, it's, let's say it's not just the two weeks. Like, all of a sudden, it turned into a sprint. Yeah. And that could be kind of cool. Like, I'd be in tr- like, obviously, record stuff and, and, and st- stats and whatnot. Like, if someone hits 400, I, I won't really count it. Agree. For example. Um, but I just think that from a general baseball perspective, like, it's going to hit the ground running. It's, it's going to be, be a fascinating study. Yeah. Like, it's going to be like Jeff Jenkins stepping to the plate well, in the eighth inning we, of the World Series yeah, game. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great comp. We always talk about how, you know, you can't win, you know, win the division in April, but you could lose it. You could maybe win the division in May. I mean, it, it's yeah. going to be massively important to get out to a, a really good start. It's going to be hard to come back. That that kind of idiom is so much more important. Now, if it is just two weeks, it'll probably be more like 140-something game season, and I'm sure knowing baseball's a, a business, all these are businesses, they want to get as many games in as they can. They'll take away off days. I'm sure they'll try and play as many baseball games as they can in a shortened right. period of time. Well, you got to think about the broadcasters' rights, too. Yeah. They're trying to get as many games in as they can. There's no question. Look, they didn't want to cancel this just because all these other sports did. They're like, all right, we're going to look like a-holes if we don't do it. I know, but I, I understand. But think about, like, I was just down in Clearwater. If there's no if there's no Philly spring training, like, it just kills their – I know I know it's unfortunate, but it's, it kills our tourism. I get it. it it's look, the only thing that, that – and, and, but so many people are going to lose money. Well, that's that's the big thing. I mean, I feel, I feel just so awful for the – and I know a lot of people have said this, but – the stadium workers, the especially in these other sports as well. I mean, the people whose whose livelihood depends on going to work every day at a stadium, and and like you said in Clearwater, there's a lot of people like that right now. That's really going to hurt all yeah. these spring training sites. You know, there yeah. are a lot of sites like that, Port St. Lucie, all these different places where, you know, their their year's nut, so to speak, is made in this this you know two month period here. It, it's it's devastating for all those people. I don't feel. Any sympathy for the billionaires losing money? I just don't. I can't muster up. And I, it bought like I, I, Mark Cuban, shout out to that dude saying he's going to try and help the hourly workers. Kevin Love, I just saw, is donating a hundred thousand dollars to help pay the the stadium workers. I mean, I would like to see a lot more of that. The people who can afford this hiatus, this time off, should be putting it back to the people who can't. Um, yeah, I think that's really the the most upsetting part of it. From a purely baseball's perspective, like you said, I think it is interesting the the way the dynamics how this could change things. What do you think about though the idea of, and have you thought much about the idea of of pitcher? I mean, look, I know the the teams are saying they're going to keep the facilities open, and you know people could still work out and stuff. But that's smart. It is they have to, but I mean these guys are going to have to ramp down. It's not the same type of thing. You know how pitchers work. I mean, yeah. you're building up for the season. Uh, how yeah, but- how big an impact could that have in your in yeah, but eyes. at least so I I see what you're saying, but at least that they're kind of giving them a little bit of leeway. Like they're they're not they're just they're giving them a date now, which is smart. They're, April eighth is like the date, so that pitchers know that they can ramp back up to that date. So they're not and they're not canceling spring training and then looking to keep opening day the same. So that so that that should help prevent injuries. Yeah, but the the injury again, thing, it's a fluid situation. They're saying at least two weeks. We still right, don't right. know. But at least yeah. they're at least they're coming out with a, with a target date. Sure. So that pitchers know that we have until this certain point to make sure I'm good to go and ready to go. But but can they do that without spring training games? Like, I mean, how how well, big how big an impact? Well, is but that? then it turns. But you would hope that they just start doing inner squads, and they're pitching against their own guys. But then that gets old and tiresome and whatnot. Um, you know, maybe maybe they do some secret scrimmages. Like I know that. 
college basketball does that where they bring in teams and they do a secret scrimmage. And sure. Even though it's not open to the public, like they kind of just do that kind of thing. So there could be ways around it unless they completely shut everything down, which I don't think they will. But it is nice that they are keeping the, the facilities open because you hear these stories like Kyle Garlick, he was on the Dodgers and then he was placed on waivers. And if you're placed on waivers, you can't come to the building. Mm-hmm. So it would have just been all these players just flooding Planet Fitness or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> wherever no, they sure. are. Yeah, to, you're to right. start trying to work out. Um, so it, it's good from that standpoint. But um, And I, again, this is a fluid situation. Yeah. Like, look, like the NBA didn't shut down until Rudy Gobert tested positive and was like, oh, we're shutting down. And that kind of was the impetus for all this. I mean, if a player gets it, if multiple players get, get it, I mean, that changes the dynamic of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean all it takes is one. But yeah. if I was if I was these teams Because then I your would... whole team was in a quarantine or whatever. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? They, they, they it would be bad. It would obviously be terrible if one of these players Regardless. got it. Because but I'm just saying if let's in a perfect world the players are fine and no one gets the coronavirus or whatever, they could there's ways where they could just do like secret scr- secret scrimmages or like have pitch against each other. And there's obviously always live bullpens and so you, you could throw enough. Like I don't think that that's yeah. a major I just think issue. it's unlikely to, to hope that or to think that that something else isn't going to go wrong we're going to lose live game reps and live game reps yeah i think it's unlikely i think that uh, the whole that no one in major league baseball will end up with this i mean it seems like the kind of thing that a lot of people are going to get yeah and um um i actually forget what i was going to say oh that happens there's a lot going on right now buddy plus you're still tired yeah you you look like a zombie since you came back from clearwater yeah well Four o'clock flight. You just haven't recovered. We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there. I mean, right. I'm just going to, you know, getting back from the the time of time of my life. All right. Well, let's let's try and have some fun because I'm sure that's what people yeah, I mean, want and need right now. And if you're coming to listen to this podcast, you don't want to just listen to us wax on about something that, to be frank, I mean, neither of us are experts about. Neither of us know that much about. I get my wife works in public health. She's certainly equipped me with a lot of information and what the smart things to do and all that type of stuff. But, you know, I'm far from someone who really knows what they're talking about. And look, I don't think anyone really knows what's going to happen. Here. No, I'm, I just mean, trying to, I'm trying to do whatever I can to prevent, you know, getting it. Yeah, it's a fluid situation. So, Oh, oh that I remember what I was going to say. Um, well, thank God. All of, uh, I'm already in my head, if Pavetta starts slow, I'm already using <laughs> you already that. Got he doesn't have spring training as a reason as to why. He's starting slow. So just in case anyone's worried. Good. Uh, well, that, I do worry, though. I do worry about injuries. Like, again, like. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's a massive concern. Yeah. So, look, there's nothing else we can but, say But right also, now. like, if you're a player, like, you have to. And if you're one of these teams, you have to just suck it. Like, suck it up. Like, if, oh, yeah, you, for sure. You don't have a choice. The problem is this Phillies team, especially on the pitching side, is not deep. <laughs> well, and they're not healthy right. either, which is yeah. great. It's not like the Dodgers who, you know, are really well equipped for something where, you know, they could have a mass amount of injuries. Yeah. They're they're prepared for that. And it's not like Jake Arrieta got pulled from a game 30 minutes yeah. after the season. He's was... fine, he said, Jack. <laughs> yeah. He said it's not an injury. It's oh, like, okay. what? Shoulder stiffness is not an injury? Okay, buddy. Cool, so you're how fine. How would you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like, you just don't know if it's a, you can't just say nah it's not an injury yeah, you had right. shoulder stiffness Jake yeah yeah, yeah. It's all, everything's fine what are you talking about? everything's fine alright let's uh, and again this or Anthony thing you know as we touched on it just not surprising at all to either of us if you no. listen to this show we've said that we expected something like this to happen but it is uh, it's still incredibly frustrating that the Phillies were not prepared for this at all that the Phillies counted on him so much to be such a massive important part of this bullpen it's insane. it's it's insane. Honestly, it's 
Matt Clendick has made a lot of mistakes. It might be the biggest one they made this year. Well, let's I mean, let's one let's one start one a list. One of many. I mean, the area at a twenty-five million a year. Well, no, that but that, I'm saying right now specifically with this team, the way this team is built. Oh, not having a contingency plan for Sir Anthony Dominguez or not or play, counting on him that much. It, it not not necessarily about, the biggest mistake in terms of what kid. Yeah, well, hey, not not just the most in terms of of you know impact on the team, but on ter- in terms of just being so colossal, colossally stupid. Like again, everyone in the world knew that this was a a potentially likely thing that was going to happen, and to just. You know, count on this guy and be like, "Oh, he's gonna be our guy." And then, and then to sign the only sign like <laughs> Storin, Bud Norris, That's Francisco Liriano, yes, like, Anthony Swarzak, really? God, I already hate him. I, I can already tell I hate I him. I've hated him for a while. No, I'm just telling. Like, he's he he is going to be uh, my Chad Qualls. He's gonna pitch. Yeah, and he's, he's gonna, gonna be a part of this. He's team. going to suck. Yeah, if I can well. guarantee one thing, when this season starts. Anthony Swarzak is everyone's gonna hate. Him. All right, let me ask you, a, a, and then we'll get into we'll get into the clear water of it all and and the experience you had down there because I I do think I know I and I'm sure everyone else wants here. It's really the main reason I came in studio is to be able to look at you while you talk about Nick Pavetta. Mm. Uh, but could Damon Jones be Sir Anthony from a couple of years ago? Actually, is, is he that good? I think, uh, I think, well, different different pitcher. I know. I'm Ramon, talking about the idea of him. Like, is all right. Not just Damon Jones, Ramon Rosso, whoever. Is there anyone there who could come up and have that type of impact yeah. for this team? Because they need someone I know, I th- to be that guy. I think Rosso's the closest one. I think Rosso's the closest one. I think I think Damon Jones would be nasty, um, and he can get out both sides of the plate. But I think if you're looking for a Sir Anthony, like, I think Rosso's closer. Um, and he actually, like, his mechanics remind me a lot of, um, of Jose Contreras a okay. little bit. So, um, Funky mechanics? Yeah, it's, well, he brings it down and then brings his arm like way back behind. And it looks, I mean, I say, I, I say splitter a lot, but again, Ramon Rosso, <laughs> whatever. Nasty splitter. No, I, I, but that's, that's a thing that, you know, for a lot of people were down on the bullpen, and I, I get why people were down on the bullpen. And obviously, the Sir Anthony thing doesn't help it. But I, since the first couple of weeks of spring training, and nothing's really changed since then, they have actual guys in the minor leagues that I think can come up and help. That okay. it's not, it's not like the days of Pettibone and, and uh, who the hell was the guy that threw like four miles an hour? Tyler Cloyd. Oh, God. And, uh, um, or, or how about just the days of Cole Irvin right. and, you know, Ranger Suarez and Although, these guys? I mean, Suarez, that slider's looking nastier oh, yeah. and nastier by the day. Look, you better watch out. Maybe he'll take Nick's spot. Well, it's not going to have ourselves. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Arietta won't be ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. They'll both be in the rotation. <laughs> yeah. And then if you, and then if you add Vinny. If Vinny is a bit of an X factor. I mean, who knows? Uh, again. Who really I'm not banking on Vinny. As but, a reliever, we're saying, not as a starter. Right. But there's 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 upside guys. And I yeah. think I think Rosso and I think Damon Jones are both gonna be really good factors for this bullpen. Um but Damon Jones being sent down as early as he did, um, that kinda I feel like they're just gonna leave him in triple A for a good amount of time. Great. Well, because like I, I, I know I, I said know. it before, but like they brought in so many guys um, that are veterans, that, major league guys, and Budnaris, Liriano. I mean, right, and they don't have options. So yeah. instead of letting them go, see if you get anything out of them. Right, and then yeah, once they suck it. for the first two months of the season, then we can start bringing up the Can't reinforcements. Can't wait till Mike Morin comes back. It's gonna be great. Oh, Blake Parker's here. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, jeez. All right, awful. Let's get into the the real only reason I'm here to talk to you right now. So so. Let's just lead. We can't bury lead. We'll get in the whole clear order of it all, but for those who haven't seen Jack's Twitter, Jack and Nick 
It finally happened. The the friendship that we all knew was there has finally blossomed. Yeah. What was it like, buddy? It was like that episode of uh, I now I've never watched It's Always Sunny, but when what when they met when they met Why? when he met Chase Utley. Oh my god, it's an amazing episode. Yeah, this that, show is amazing. I know. I've watched a couple episodes. Oh, it's well, one of the best shows on television. Well, listen, I might have time. You should watch now, it. There's no sports to watch yeah, anymore. I mean, your co-host is a star of the show. Ike? No, Charlie Day, me. Oh, you. Yeah, you that guy do the podcast with? <laughs> um, uh, um your Ike's co-host these days, huh? Poor Mark. Well, that's what I was confused about. <laughs> um, no, but so 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 it's so Monday, John Brazier comes into the booth and he goes, All right, guys, I got some good news and some bad news. And he's like, uh, Arietta can't do it. So we're not we're not doing Arietta. But I got you guys, Nick Pavel. <laughs> Jack was like, So you mean you only have good news? This is great. Yeah, this is great news. And I get a text from Jack that says, Guess who's coming on with us tomorrow? And I'm like, Well, from your tone, it's clearly someone big. So I'm gonna say either John Middleton. Or more likely Nick Pavetta. <laughs> Which would I have been more excited for? Obviously. Pavetta. We know. Um, and, like, he comes out, and I start just, like, beaming. He comes out from the, he comes out from the clubhouse. <laughs> we can start, see it in the picture. Start beaming. Because, like, in my head, while I obviously, like, love Pavetta, in my oh, head- Really? I, we didn't know. In my head, I was thinking- this is ridiculous. Yes, like it's it is very ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's so silly. And and he comes out and they're like, they're like there's Jack, your your biggest fan. Did they say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, there's your biggest fan. And I shook his hand. Said only, but biggest is. Good. And he he started smiling because like, here's here's my whole takeaway from Pavetta, is that definitely knew who I was. Tried to play it off like he didn't know. Who really? I was. Yeah, like his face the whole time was like. Was like there he is. That's the guy. Oh, no. That's the guy. Oh, that's the on. guy. So that's the guy. So they're doing the interview or something else. They were doing the interview and uh, you can't stop looking at you the whole time. Keeps people. Well, over. I was turning around, so I tried because I had to be eight feet from the players or whatever. Because <laughs> makes sense because yeah. of this thing. Yeah. It was very coincidental. They did this right before the Pavetta interview. I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. really get it. Like, all right, we got to figure out where to get Jack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so they're doing the interview, and like, I don't know, eight minutes in. First off, like a really good interview. I was surprised. Yeah, he was good. I will say the one thing I didn't love was it's still he's still doing the thing where he's not really taking any responsibility for his struggles. Gee, you know, I get just, it. Just it's like it's cool to throw it all on Chris Young. I get it. But Nick, buddy. Come on, man. Well, here's the most ridiculous thing. He's like, how did it take you till now to realize you need to change up? Yeah. Like, if you listen to this podcast, you didn't need Chris Young. No, you've been saying it for years. War splitter. Um, so, like, eight minutes into the podcast, uh, or <laughs> into the interview, <laughs> into the interview. We're much more than eight minutes into the podcast. Ike, Ike, goes, Ike goes, yeah, Jack, our producer over there. I'm uh, surprised it wasn't Marks. That's a Marks move right there. Well, he will get to Marks. Okay, good. Ike, uh, Ike goes... Yeah, Jack, our producer over there, uh, he was the main one calling for a breakout Pavetta last season. And and Pavetta gave this face, and I will never get it out of my I've never it's burned etched, in your it's brain. Etched in my, yeah. And it, it was almost it was basically the face of Thanks, man. <laughs> like you're, you're the guy. Yeah, that's Way what I mean go. by the whole thing was oh, that's him. Um because it was like it was like he was like, hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> like you know what I mean? The, the mm, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, the yes. mm and the eyebrow raise. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so and then I goes like, why did you not? Why why did you think it didn't happen? Basically, whatever. I don't. Chris Young. It was all Chris, <laughs> Chris Young's fault. Chris Young. So then at the end of the not inter- my fault at all. More right. Jack's fault than my fault. Right. So at the end, at the end, Marks goes. Marks goes. Yeah. So uh, Jack was actually a college pitcher. And or, or so he says, or so he says, and 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 he goes, we want to have Jack do a dry run of his of his wind up and have you critique it. So first <laughs> on all, the air, I look like an a hole. It's great, right? I look like great. a total. To I look great like idea. a total a hole, and I I do my I do my motion. I got pretty into it. Like, like exploded through. I the would zone. hope. I mean, if you're doing it for Nick Pavetta, you better do it. Right. So for I freaking. Real. I mean, just exploded towards the plate. And Pavetta started laughing, and he's like, he's like, pretty good frontside explosion. And I just want to say, you yeah. just melted. I agree. You melted there. You're like, yes. And, was, all and he wanted. said something. He said something about spin rates, and they asked me what my spin rate was, and I was like, I don't know, 2,500 RPMs, yeah, okay. which is, like, not realistic at all for yeah, how bad not. I was. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so <laughs> You'd be pitching at a higher level right now. If I had 2,500 yes, RPMs. Yes, I think so. So, yeah, so Pavetta <laughs> – Pavetta got a kick out of that, said an explosive front side, which is, of course, better than an explosive backside. And hey, uh, <laughs> come on. Look at you with the jokes. Did you like that dad this joke? This guy. This guy. That was such a dad joke. Oh, so bad. So bad. I had that one queued up for a couple of days. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell when you said it. I'm like, oh, this was a, a planned joke right here. <laughs> yes. And so it, we get the done the interview. We shake hands, whatever. And hug, best friends. I wanted to. I did. I know you. I did. wanted to go in for the hug, but he. So he starts walking away, and Ike's like, "Are you gonna get a picture?" Because <laughs> like, listen, I don't want to be the guy. It's like, hey, I, I hate, I, I hate being that. I guy. I hate it. I honestly, have, I don't, I can't think. I don't think I've ever taken a picture with an athlete in that type of situation. Just and like weird. And so Nick hears it, and he goes, "Do you want to get a picture?" <laughs> And, All right, kid. I'll take a picture with and you. I was like, I was like, I would love to get a picture because I was already, th- I had, I had the caption written in my head, and was it two friends, two friends talking baseball. <laughs> I, dude, I and I know I had the caption written in my head. I know, I know. People think I'm crazy, but like, I looked at the photo all day. And, <laughs> and every time I looked at it, I got so happy. Was- you can see in the picture, and for those who haven't seen it, go to Jack's Twitter. I retweeted it. You can go to any of them. It's there. Um, you can, like, it's one of those pictures where, you know, like, the live pictures you can take where if you yeah. hold it, it looked like that, but a still picture because you're, like, so bursting out of your skin. You are so happy to be in there at that moment. You can, like, I felt like I was touching the picture, and you're just, like, bursting out of your skin. I know. It was great. I know, because I was just envisioning, like, how I was gonna make people feel when they saw it on like Twitter? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it was a combination of some people being really excited about it and some people being incredibly angry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but and and in my head, I was like, this is this bit's gotten insane. <laughs> when a bit goes too far, right? And like, when and a bit every, goes too far, that everyone's is, that like, is dude, dude, I got roasted by Scott Palmer. Imagine getting roasted by Scott Palmer. That is aggressive. Scott Palmer is like the nice guy ever. Yes, and he's like. He's like, heard you met your boy today. <laughs> like, just the fact that, and because it's, it's Nick Pavetta. I mean, just the fact that that people there were talking. The fact that Brazier said it that way, where he's like, I got good news, because Nick Pavetta, because he knew. Like, it is way too far. Like, this has gone 
way too far. It's so funny. Like the level of ridiculous that this has reached is really kind of epic, actually. It's 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 unbelievable. Like yeah. they, cause they've definitely the Phillies. I'm. They've never had to. They've never dealt with this. No, this kind of thing not. before. Like no. where, where, <laughs> from a media member. No, they definitely have not. Are you saying I'm not objective <laughs> in my analysis? Well, I think anyone who listens to this knows that neither, neither of us are objective. I, I just Jackie O is particularly not objective. I just think we're going to be friends somehow. I really do. <laughs> oh, God. I see this as only the this beginning. This really is the Chase Utley thing from Always Sunny. I, I, Chase, I think we'd be best friends, brothers. Really, I, all I'm saying, I'm not. Li- I think this is. I think this is the, the beginning. beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah, yeah. When he wins, when he wins, when he's starting Game Four of the World Series, he's gonna remember. He's gonna look into the stands, see you there, give you one of those, Jack. Yeah, you always believed. <laughs> That's all I need to hear. That's all I, I mean. Need. To be fair, there is literally no bigger Nick Pavetta fan than you. I just, None. I just love him. None. I, I think him. everyone else is out. <laughs> Only one in. He should appreciate you. In all reality, I like know. he should appreciate you. That's why the you, friend thing's a little weird. I didn't. I didn't lie. The I friend didn't. thing's a little weird. <laughs> I thought about. I thought if about. You envision you and him having beers and hanging, that's definitely happened, right? Yeah. Well, I've done that more with Carson and John Mayer. <laughs> I told my John Mayer dream, right? Yeah, I think so. Where I drove him around yeah, all night in Philly, yeah. and we became best friends by yeah. the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. It was a moment, man. Uh, it really was. It was a, a moment. moment. You can see it in the picture. Spring like, training it, was a buzz about it. Yeah. <laughs> I sent it to all the broadcasters, and they were dying. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. This, Dude, unbelievable. It's gone too far. Yeah, but guess what? <laughs> we're not done yet. Beautiful friendship has just begun. All right. Um. Thank you for that. <laughs> what else happened down there? Um, I mean, obviously, nothing else matters. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, only one thing mattered. I but. didn't see Ochart, which was unfortunate. That's uh, too bad. Because, like, so he, he works down there for the Phillies, I guess, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he didn't have time to come say hi to the pic- <laughs> by the picnic tables. So, um, yeah, so you're was- like DMing him, be like, "Hey, man." No, DMs calling. Damn. Oh, texting him. Sorry, yeah, yeah. big dog. Sorry. With a sandwich around. I let the big dog hunt. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> so, so it's funny. So we get there. We we get. Wake up at like seven a.m. Uh-huh. or actually six a.m. to get the field by seven. Wow! So we're, dude, we're practically an adult. I know. I hate it. <laughs> I'm standing. We're we're on the picnic tables. Have outside. a kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're we're at the picnic tables outside of the um, workout room or whatever where all the players enter in because mm-hmm. they're to come out and and do the interview outside and by the picnic tables and during the uh, Hoskins interview, the freaking trash truck is. Just right there, yeah. making beep, picking beep, up beep. stuff. Oh, yeah, awful. I wanted, to, I wanted to kill him. But so we're so we're doing these interviews outside by the picnic tables, and all the players start rolling in, and like, like, McCutcheon has this Lamborghini driving by. <laughs> uh, Gene Segura gets dropped off in a in like a Cadillac, nice. and it's just such a power move. Yes, uh, Arietta drives by in this in this F one fifty that's like all souped up. And then Bryce drives by. So Bryce is right behind McCutcheon in his Lambo. And I looked at Bryce's car and I thought it was like a Kia. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, is that is Bryce driving? He's a Kia? so Philly it hurts. No, man. but he's, it was like a it was like a G 
Jaguar. Oh, okay. So he wasn't. It's like it would be great if he's just driving like a Kia. Or right. Something. And I was like, I was like, what is he doing? And I just looked at it. I was like, oh, thank God. Um, no, Bri- I think it would have been better if it were a yeah. Kia. Um, that would have been, been real. So Bryce walks by, didn't say hi. Which you is, didn't yell, you're welcome for bringing your Philly. No, I didn't, meet, I didn't meet Bryce, which is very sad. You, you, you chickened out a little bit with Bryce, didn't you, yelling at Bryce? Well, no, because they were, they were doing the Hoskins interview as he's walking uh, by. Okay, would you have done it, though? Be honest. Um, you would yeah. You would have yelled, you're welcome for Well, him. no, because I'm supposed to be the member. <laughs> I'm not you supposed to be gone, fanboy. Hey, the, I'm the Harper Lane no, guy. No, 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 it's no, no, me, no, 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 Bryce. Look no, at me. No, 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 no. I would not have done <laughs> Don't lie. No, that would, I would actually would have been. Would have been embarrassed. Now, if it was Pavetta that was walking by me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, um, yeah, so like, like he said, I'm supposed to be a member of the media, not I am a member of the media. Listen, fake it, fake it till you make it, man. Fake it till you make I'm it. I'm supposed to be a member of the media, so. Yeah, supposed to be, you know, objective. I, I brought my glove with me to the ballpark no, every day. Yeah, oh, no, I sure did. What is wrong with you? I don't know, man. I, I try to <laughs> I try to view it as the experience of a lifetime. Well, I'm um, happy. I'm happy you enjoyed it. Like so, uh, yes, yeah, so we get to the field like seven. What did you expect to happen, real quick, with the glove there? Like, what was what was the end game with bringing it, having a catch with Bryce or something like that? Was the end game right? Well, like, I thought there was an outside chance I could have, <laughs> a, have a catch with Pavetta, um, but that didn't happen. <laughs> and <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, and I also there was I wanted. To throw a bullpen and see uh-huh. if I could still hit. I want actually. I want to get in front of a rap soto camera. Yeah. Because I want to see if I could spin it and yeah. see what my RPMs actually were yeah. versus like what I tell myself, like a hundred or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. come, on. come on, come on, don't, don't, don't play that game. And uh, yeah, so I brought my glove. Well, and the, I actually almost needed it because Alec Bone was taking BP on one of the backfields, just hitting tank shots. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I gotta protect my guys. Like I can't let Ike get hit by a baseball. So I <laughs> grabbed my glove. Yeah. So that was my. One of my reasons for bringing it. The other reason no, was. Oh, that was a that was a, a happenstance. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was almost like a you're welcome thing. Um, but really, the main the main the main reason was it was my could have been my last shot for glory. Yeah. And um, that didn't happen. So uh, really, yeah, I'm still Lord, here. I'm still here. I, I can't believe it. And but yes, yeah, so if we, I had to bet on it happening, I would I would have bet on it. So I know, I know, it's okay. <laughs> I know, it's okay. I know. But. Uh, so we walked in the first two days. For both days, we walked into the stadium. We were being followed basically by Kingery and Hoskins, which was cool. how yoked is Kingery? Yoked. Is it just one of those things where you're around him and you're like, Whoa, yoked? Yeah, it's dude. like his head's small, body's <laughs> his big. body's huge. Yeah. Uh, so that was awesome. Um, like uh, we had Bill Bar- or Brian Barber. You get to say anything, to Brian I Barber? I didn't see him. I didn't. Oh. I, well, I saw pretty much everyone. Didn't see Ochart, didn't see Brian Barber, which is unfortunate. Saw so basically, other than Pavetta, the two most important people in Iowa's podcast. Right. Whenever we saw did. Josh Bonifay, which was cool. Uh, I, so Brazier took me to the – I'm the only one who would care about this, yeah. but it took me around the minor league facilities. Of course he did. So, of course. <laughs> so I was like – Hey, John. John, can you – Come on, John. Can you take me to the minor league facility? So I was like walking back there, and I, I was doing it. Oh, oh, other face I'll never forget is Moniac saw me. And he definitely knew who I was, <laughs> and, just, no. and just didn't say anything. Like he was like walking in with he was walking in with Addison Russ and maybe another guy, and he like he definitely did like a little double take. But I didn't want to be like, "Hey, Mickey, it's me. It's I the bio you. guy. Yeah, 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 it's the bio guy. Hey. Yeah." So I didn't say hi to Mickey, but I, I interviewed you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mickey, it's me. Remember that time I interviewed you? Yeah, he's never been interviewed before. He was awesome. By the way, I know. No offense to to the other guys we interviewed there. They you mean were Alec Bowman, Spencer Howard. Yes, they who were the you know actual superstar guys. Yeah, Mickey was a 
Way better. Dude. By the way, like not even close. Smoked a ball while I was down there. Uh oh. Smoked a ball. Is he looking big, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Big. So I need him to be big. Walked around the minor league facility. Uh, I went. I went back to where they do like player development stuff. This might be in good hands. I'm actually excited. It's, really? It's big back there. Okay. And it's like they got a whole facility just for, like, I mean, I'm sure most of these things that think teams have it, but I was like, wow, that's like real baseball. Okay. Basically, my whole takeaway from being down there was 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 that this is this is what real baseball is like, <laughs> and then it's a different strat like stratosphere from what I bring to the table. Yes. And I it almost. I almost feel like it discredits everything I say at this point because these guys are like these guys are like legit legit and I'm like wow I'm not, I wasn't even in the same stratosphere like I worked oh, I, I work out with I worked out at like all kinds of baseball facilities but man like seeing all that stuff down there it was this is what it's this is real big league stuff mm-hmm. and they were all big like, I'm a big dude no ba- baseball players are big dudes like you know I don't think people realize how big they are when you're around them like they're big guys and. And the second day, we were also on the field, uh, just uh, waiting to interview. We interviewed Pavetta first, had a really long wait because we were waiting for Segura. He unfortunately couldn't do it, so we had Hector Neris. But in between, Tommy Hunter came out, and he was playing with his remote control uh, car thing. They can get up to 60 miles an hour and just zipping it around the field. And Ike was all mad because he's like, dude, we'd be hitting right now in training camp. Meanwhile, these guys are <laughs> <laughs> flipping around this stuff. Yeah, it's probably true. No. Um, but dude, it was crazy. So like, we just be walking, like you just be walking around downtown Clearwater. You'd be going into into places. Like for example, Monday night we go out to dinner, and Aaron Boone's sitting there. Nice. Oh he, yeah, I saw they took a, the guys took a picture yeah. with him. Right. Yeah. He's out to dinner because Greg Luzinski, who was also there, was was his son or the Luzinski's babysitted Aaron Boone. Well, it makes sense. I mean, new Bob. Right. Yeah. Right. So, about it. so they're just sitting there all having a great time. That's pretty cool. And then and then Aaron Boone goes, Is that the great eye Reese? And get out of here. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Aaron Boone was like an Eagles fan or something. Diehard Eagles fan. Yeah. And I he forgot starts, about he that. starts asking Ike about about what are the Eagles gonna do in the draft. Get out of here. Yeah. That's pretty cool. He Instagrams out a picture of Ike. It gets it's like, hard to hate Aaron Boone now, now that I know this. <sighs> Love Aaron Boone. Yeah. Um but that was crazy. The next night we went out and Paul O'Neill walked by. Get out of here. Then, and 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 was totally like Paul O'Neill, exactly what you'd expect. Paul yeah, O'Neill Ike was like, I was like, is that Paul O'Neill? And he goes, he was like, nah, just an older, older replica version or something. It was weird. Like That's weird. Rather than saying, yeah, I'm Paul O'Neill, you know, you just had it's to like, be like, yeah, hit or miss with baseball players. Like, leave me alone. Oh, and Morandini's still furious about how we treated him after the trial. I don't blame him. You guys crapped all over him. I'm still furious. They treated me. I didn't even have anything to do with it. Yeah, because you didn't do anything. I wasn't allowed to. What do you mean to do? He was mad. He, he's still furious about how, how we talked about him. Um, I, I agree. I don't blame him. Mickey's <laughs> so, a great dude. Shout out to Mickey. Yeah, I love Mickey more. Uh, he's an awesome guy. He had a bad defense. You had that to day. crap all over him. <laughs> prosecution. And then, yeah, just just seeing the games and seeing uh, Spencer Howard was amazing. Zach Wheeler was great. Um, but, yeah, I mean. Sounds like you had a really great time down there. Dude, for three days, it was, it was just I, we packed so much stuff. That's awesome. I, I wish it was a week. Well, yeah, I could've done way more. Well, we got to do a high ups week down there. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, not in the next two weeks. No, yeah, I don't. It's not going to be an option. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah, I would love to do something like that, but unfortunately, down the road. Yeah, maybe it won't until we retire. We'll, from we'll, this place. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, graduate from high hopes nights to high hopes week with fans of Philly. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. So. 
That's awesome, man. Yeah, it was. It was. It sounds amazing. like you had a great time. I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy you got the experience. Happy you and Nick are, you know, best buddies now. Future best friends. <laughs> Me, Nick Pavetta. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be unfair to say anything else, really. Um, anything else from a baseball perspective from down there that kind of stuck out to you? From a baseball, oh, I love, dude. You should have heard. You should have heard, like the. Just the players talk about this coaching staff. Really? Like, they're all just, they're all in. That's awesome. They're all in. That's actually really great. Every single player is all in. I mean, you could tell from a lot of the public statements, certainly, again, like, I don't think I ever remember a coach get skewered the way Chris (laughs) It is unbelievable. I mean, the stuff Nola said about him was scathing. That was. For Aaron Nola? Yeah. yeah, Exactly. Like, they hated this dude yeah i mean that is some serious stuff so i i it makes sense but that's still that's still cool to hear everyone mentioned it i mean everyone mentioned it's it. awesome so it just i understand there's a lot of, of fans that are like looking at the division and saying there might be the fourth or third best team and that kind of stuff and i i agree like talent wise for sure like i mean it, it, it's just the reality of the division like the division is just loaded but I just think that we're gonna be we're gonna be proud of the Phillies this year. I, like I think that. we're gonna be. They'll be a professional baseball. Yeah, regardless team. if they win 86, 88, 90 games. I don't think they win ninety. Some people are going there, but I think they win between eighty five and eighty eight. That's exactly where I'm at. Eighty five and eighty seven is kind of the window I've been in. Right. Obviously, that's definitely gonna have to change now. We're gonna have to. We can't. Because they win. If you win ninety games with two weeks. Oh well, now, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now, now that was what I was saying before. We don't really know with how many games they play. That's gonna be hard. Maybe. I'm gonna do like actual math. Yeah, like, I don't want to do play that at all. Forty games. What does that mean? It's yeah, like seventy-five, seventy-seven. Yeah. I don't know. Ma- we're gonna get mad about a seventy-five win baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, just the players down there. That is, I didn't think about that when we talked about that before. When we were talking about like sprint division, that I never, I didn't think about like. What you're going to need to get to the playoffs, like it's hard to to do those kind of mental gymnastics with yeah. that. It's going to be it's going to be a straight up sprint. Uh, J. Three Mudo has ginormous calves. Like <laughs> you're obsessed with calves. See, I just, Can we just put that out there? You are a guy who notices and talks about calves. Me and Johnny Drama. You talk. You, yes, it is actually like I've heard you talk about people's calves multiple times. And this is the first time I guess John and I could experience this because they were interviewing or no, they were getting, they were, they're, like, they're waiting to interview Hoskins, I think. And Real Muto walks by. I was like, that guy's got big calves. <laughs> and they were like, what? Yeah, I, I, I appreciate their reaction. Yeah, I don't know. It's, just, it's not like a, it's just noticing people. I just, I notice calves. I know. I guess it's what it is. I guess I that's, that's a little part about me is that I so notice calves. little thing about me you might, you might find interesting. I notice calves. I just notice calves. I look at calves. I'm a calves guy. Yeah. Sue me. Um, yeah, the players just, just raved about them. And um, uh, everyone, all the pitchers talked about Brian Price. They loved that guy. And in talking to him, in talking to him, like, I could see why. Guys, yeah. you can just tell he's been around the game forever. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, a big level of accountability with the, the, this um, this coaching staff, you know, and and uh, there's a lot of – like. The problem with Gabe and not the problem, but one of the things with Gabe and with Chris Young is that if you're a player, you have to kind of see it work before you're going to fully buy in. I feel like when you have Girardi, Price, uh, even like Joe Dillon and Rob Thompson, like you can, you can just trust that they probably know what they're yeah, talking about. There's more sure. benefit of the doubt. Yeah, they with come those guys. in with a credibility that that Gabe just right. Did. The credibility was there, and 
that's one thing that that last staff, like it had to hit from day one for that team to kind of buy in. And we saw in the last two Septembers. Yeah. Once it, once it went south, like that won't happen. That won't happen with Girardi here. Um, yeah. And, and in seeing Girardi, it furthers my belief that he would beat Gabe Kapler in a arm wrestling. I mean, that's a big statement. I he's, mean, if Gabe yeah. has anything, he's got, you know. Straight up, yeah. The muscles. And muscles. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Real Muto just, like, continues to confirm my belief that he's going to be, like, our Dalton. And Carries himself yeah, that way. Comes out. Swagger, with, yeah, uh, confidence. Just, and yeah, it was interesting. Like I thought it was more interesting than I guess most people did. But he said, like, well, yeah, about the extension. Like, we're working on it. And he, then he started saying something else, whatever. And then he finished it up saying, but we're definitely working on it. That's good. Which is good. Okay. It's good. It, it, I need it to happen. It really feels like it's going to, yeah. Okay. We can need use that it. for sure. But other than that... Sounds like a sounds like a really good trip down there, buddy. I already can't um, wait. I hope I can go I'm next happy. year. I'm happy. Yeah, I've never been. It's my number one bucket list thing. Yeah, maybe uh, next not. Year. Not all of us are lucky enough to go, Jack. We'll see. Yeah, it doesn't work out for all of us. Yeah. Well, maybe you should have a stronger take about an average Phillies player. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Um. We will be here. Uh. Through this, however long this takes, we'll continue to be here for you guys weekly. As soon as the season starts, we will be. Twice a week, like usual. Um, hopefully, it's sooner rather than later. It's a fluid situation, all that. Um, rate and review the podcast. It really, again, it means a lot, not just to Jack, but it also really helps people find the podcast when you know people are looking for baseball content and they type in Phillies. It's more likely to come up if we have more ratings, reviews, all that kind of stuff. Um, Jack, any notebag, final thought type stuff, even though we kind of just you know hit most of it. Well, I'm trying to figure out what old TV... What old Philly stuff I want to watch now? Ooh. There's nothing else to really- Whatever it takes, dude. The 93 Phils? Yeah, that's a good video yearbook. That's a good video yearbook. Maybe maybe rewatch the away World Series. I don't know. Also, you're the- I wrote this down. You are a TV slash movie guy. Yes. I mean, you gotta- Oh, you gotta by get- the way, you- I would like to- So, so like, <clears throat> for example, our good buddy Elliot Shore Parks, whenever I ask him to watch something, he never does it. He'll say he is. He never does- and it makes me mad. And I'm sure Elliot's listening right now because he loves High Hope. So, Elliot, makes me mad when you don't do this stuff. Jack, I asked him to watch When Harry Met Sally. To be fair, badgered him a little bit. But you watched it. And I really appreciate that. And you dug it. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's good. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Still, still like Hitch. Um, of course. That's fine. I like Hitch, too. No, Harry Met Sally, it was good. Thank it was you. definitely good. It Thank was. You. It was. I know for, it's a little dated for, for you and all that. For an old movie, but... it was good. Nice. And it was weird seeing Billy Crystal. Also, Billy. But the problem was that Billy Crystal looked just like my uh, younger version of my friend's dad. So it threw you off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I couldn't get past the whole movie. <laughs> I get so that. That it happens. totally ruined my whole, that whole movie that experience. But that happens. Yeah, it was funny. Nice. It was funny. Good. Um, it means a lot to me. I enjoy. I just. I, I'm a chick flick guy. And that's why I suggested it to you. I was like, "This is the original one, like the best rom-com." How was it the original one? It was 1989. Yeah, I know. Like it took that long rom-com. for people to realize it's the best movie drama. I know, man. I know. I love rom coms too. All right, so I mean, you, you got to give give some people okay some some things to watch. Well, because I, I feel like you don't get to do this often on the midday show. Um, so I mean, I feel like I'm going to give you your platform. Look to, at you to, to give people some okay. show slash movie recommendations. Okay. So next show, I'm going to come with some some recommendations for people. I think we're still all kind of processing everything right now, but I will come back next week with some legit, and I'll give you another rom com okay. recommendation, even though it. You've seen a lot of them now. 
Dude, I'm, actually, I'm actually surprised at how many rom coms. I know. Well, it was funny. I found out how many when we were driving back from Cooperstown, and Jack's like, "Yeah, I'm not a movie guy," and I was like, "Okay, but like, what movies? You know, do you like?" Because we had you know four and a half hours, and we're just chatting up and stuff. And then he just starts, you know, he says he's a rom com guy, and I was like, "Oh, have you seen this? Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah." I'm like. So you kind of are a movie guy. You just like this type of movie. I guess I didn't realize how much FX I used to watch back in the day. You've seen a lot of them. Yeah. And Hitch is a good movie. If you haven't seen Hitch, watch Hitch. On Netflix, if you haven't huh? seen When Airman Sally, watch When Airman Sally. That is a all-time classic. I'll give you an older one that I'm sure most of the people listening to this have watched because I feel like it is such a classic. But have you seen The Princess Bride? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Also a classic. How about I'll give you a deep cut. I'm guessing you have not seen this. And it's kind it's a rom com, but like not a classic rom com. It's more a comedy than a rom com. But have you seen So I Married an Axe Murderer? No. Ah. Michael Myers at his finest. No, I have not. Check out So I Married an Axe Murderer. Speaking of rom coms. Very funny movie. Speaking of rom coms, I'm always so I know like Boston fans don't like Fever Pitch, but I loved Fever Pitch. I I th- thought it was okay. And there uh. was, uh, see, I love the concept. I loved all of it. It's just yeah, no, I I totally get it. Yeah. I just Drew Barrymore's great. I need a I need, I need a Phillies version. She's like the rom com queen. Oh my god! Well, what about uh, what about the one from uh? Well, it was originally it was it was uh uh. What about Zell- What's her name? Zellweger. Zellweger. Yeah, I mean she's kind of like she, just because of Bridget Jones and stuff like that. But like, I mean well, Drew and, Barrymore's uh, got fifty first date. She's got uh, Steve. never been kissed. Have you seen Never Been Kissed? I think so. Classic. She it's with a high school. She's like goes back to be the high school student. Falls in love I with just watched. I watched the one from. I forget what it's called now. It wasn't that good. It had way too many stars in it. Um, it had way too many. Stars. It had like Bradley Cooper, Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Aniston, uh, Ben Affleck. Oh, I know which one. You're I didn't like that one that much. It wasn't as good as it should be. Yeah. So so I'll come back with some more recs, some rom com recs, and how about this? Tweet at us what kind of movies you like. Like I can give some recs for whatever. You know, I, I, I just like that you're calling them Rex. Rex. Recommendations, baby. Wow, that's so 90s of you. I know. I'm a 90s guy. I was born and bred. Well, not born, but bred in the 90s. So, um, All right. Um, sure people love the last five minutes. Of <laughs> I know. It's like, to tune out. Um, yeah, seriously, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. And more than anything, congrats, buddy. Uh, I'm so happy the beautiful friendship has finally begun. It's still, really the... Still, the Still the, beaming. The dream of this podcast has, has really been achieved. It's all, you know, it's all gravy from here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else, what else we're supposed to do. We got Bryce. Yeah. Matt Favetta. Yeah. Don't know what's next. All done. Stay safe out there. Maybe make the playoffs. Yeah. That'd be something. Right? Can you imagine a high hopes playoff podcast? That would be pretty cool. Um, the sprint to the playoffs will hopefully start not too long after April 8th or somewhere in there. For now, stay safe out there. Uh, wash your hands. Practice social distancing. Stay away from large groups of people. Try and stay away from most people if you can for the next couple of weeks as much as that sucks. But um, we will definitely be there for you. We'll be back. Uh, again, tweet at us. What what else you want us to talk about? Because we, we're going to need some content, baby. So whatever you want, whether it's movies, TV, whatever. We'll Jack and, Jack and James talk movies. That's fine. We'll do that, too. We'll do whatever you guys want. So oh. until then, please spread some sense. Oh.